0: Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl van der Merwe, and today, in episode 73, we're going to talk about project-based learning, techie style. To start off, we need to ask, what is project-based learning? And perhaps a good place to start is what it is not. It is not studying something, for instance, Brazil, and at the end, telling your children to create a a poster or a slideshow on Brazil based on what they have learned. Instead, the project itself should be the learning. PBLWorks.org defines it like this. Project-based learning is a teaching method in which students learn by actively engaging in real-world and personally meaningful projects. So the idea here is that it will be a project that will take your children more than just an hour, To take them a week, perhaps a couple of weeks, maybe an entire semester, and that the, the research and the project that they're engaged in will have relevance to their daily lives and it will be something that they'll actually learn something useful from. Now if you have never thought through your children learning in this type of method, then I would suggest you go and look at my.pblworks.org projects. That link and all the links that I mentioned today, you can find um, where you can find all our podcast show notes at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Now that website has some great ideas. and I'm going to mention a few and then mention a few of my own. So one of them they have there is How Safe Is My Water?, now, there, the children would be involved in actual, props experimentation. They would be involved in learning about different substances one finds in water, looking to see how safe each of those is. Um, you'd also look at quantities, so they probably need to learn ratios. There'd be a lot of different um, disciplines involved in learning about water. How to survive in extreme temperatures. Obviously, a project like that would involve thermodynamics, But it could also involve learning about animals and how they cope, and perhaps looking at a few specific animals who can cope in extreme temperatures. And then you'd want to look at the different materials that stand up well in extreme temperatures, both clothing and building. So a lot of different things would come into that project. Another interesting one they have is comic book math. And they'd look at how you could use a comic book to teach algebra. I did a zombie geography class in co-op last semester and the premise there, it's actually a curriculum I bought, is that how would geography help you in a zombie apocalypse? And So they learned all kinds of things from mapping um, to how to pick a new place for a settlement, and it was all integrated into one big semester-long project that the students did. And obviously, if you're just doing that in your own home, you wouldn't pick something quite so extensive. I was going to, but this coming semester, but I think it's going to be postponed to the following year, I was going to do one called Marooned. The premise there is that students are marooned on an island, and they have to figure out life all over again. So they would have to look at everything from developing a new government, to working out how they could perhaps signal passing ships, to coming up with new sports to keep themselves occupied. So you can see again, that that would be a a bigger project. But how about something like getting your children to write a mystery story? You may think, well, how is that a project-based learning project? Well, if it's a whodunit, you're probably gonna need to learn something about fingerprinting. And perhaps if there's poison involved, they'll need to learn about different poisons. Whatever the story is based around though, if it's food-based or whatever it is, there would be information your children would have to learn. Perhaps it's set in a specific location. They would have to learn geography to find out where they could actually um, place the different characters at different times. And a very practical project that you could get your children to do, and my dad did this with us and I did this with my kids, is get them to plan a trip. You could let them choose where you're going or you could tell them where they were going and then they'd have to start looking at the geography and history of the area because that would determine what you would do when you were there. They would have to use math to figure out travel time and you could ask them to do the budget which teaches them personal finance and obviously more math again. So you can see how projects like this which are bigger than just something that will last an hour or two, can really involve many different subjects and can integrate them in a very unique fashion. When your child is doing a project like this, they won't be wondering, why are we learning this? You often hear kids go, why do I have to learn how to do this? Well, they will understand why, because it will make sense, because it is real life. So the second part is, what about the techie style? We've talked about project-based learning, but now techie style. Well, the first part would obviously be in research. This doesn't mean you can't go to the library. Obviously, you can do techie and non-techie research. But the techie side of the research, you would obviously be looking at online articles. You could go and look at videos, maybe some documentaries. You could even do interviews using technology. You could use something like Zoom to actually interview people and find out more information so that your children can, you know, make um, have better knowledge about whatever they're researching. Online also gives you access to things like Google Street for you, so you could actually go and walk around an area, and they could use what they see say, in their mystery or in their travel planning. It literally lets them go to a spot, and you also get a lot of 360-degree views of things, which, again, could be fantastic. Um, And you get webcams. So if you're perhaps doing something animal-related, children could use webcams to actually watch animals or birds in their natural environment. And the second side is sharing the project. If your child is spending a lot of time On a project like this, they want to share this. It needs to be something other people see. And I would love it if you came to our Facebook group. We have one for this podcast. It's the Homeschooling with Technology Community. The link will be in the show notes, or you can just find it online. Come there and share things your child does. It's just it's a closed group, so only the people in the group would see it. But if you would like me to share what your children have done on social media, I would be very happy to do that too on my social media pages. Now, when you're doing the project, the project could be a mixture of tech and non-tech. So for instance, they could actually be creating offline models, they could be taking, um, they could be uh, drawing something, they could be baking something, um, but you could always take a picture of it and include it in the tech side of it. So let's go through a few different uh, ways that they could put this project together using technology. And of course, your child will probably have to learn these skills which will involve even something else in this project that they'll be learning. They're creating models They could do it offline with Lego or online with something like SketchUp. They could create a book. Books are not difficult to create online. You could obviously just use something as simple as Google Docs, but a program like story jumper which is free is really easy to use you can even print an offline book with it that costs money but you can just create a link to share with friends and family i use this in my online geography class because it's a fun way to get the children to uh, do research and be able to share what they have done in a book format you could get your children to create a choose your own adventure Uh, there's a whole episode which I will link to in the show notes where I discuss different ways of doing that but this way they could perhaps do thermodynamics how to survive in extreme temps and you could have the person learning about it actually get choices and depending on the choices they make whether they survive or not then you could you could get them to create graphics also infographics they could even create hotspots on something like google drawings that when you click on the spot something else happens that links you to another place um, to a website or a video it could create posters again we have a episode on that that i will link to in the show notes timelines these can be interactive and can be very fun to do you could use it for instance if you were doing a you're getting your children to build a, a tree house that could be a fun project because it would involve so many skills, they'd have to do all the planning, they'd have to learn about the science, they would have to be careful about the ecology, and not to disturb the natural habitat, and then there'd be all the math involved um, as they went about drawing up the plans and budgeting would come into that as well. Now, they could create a timeline of the actual creation, how long it took. So you could literally have a day-by-day with um, links on the timeline as to what they did each day. Of course, you could also use the timeline to do some kind of history-related project. Google, Google My Maps is something else that you could use. Obviously, this would be great for trip planning. It could also be good for your, your mystery, where you could actually map out where your characters are going to move around and even if they're just using this as part of their own planning but they could also eventually have it so that the actual storyline moves from place to place on google my maps instead of doing it as a book you don't have to have it as a flat book you could do it like that too and the story unfolds as you visit each location because you could then and the story could unfold in various different ways you know it could either be just text-based or they could even have a little video there which brings us to the next one, obviously videos and slideshows. Again, I've done podcasts on free tools to do all of those. And the video could just simply be your your child speaking um, into the video and explaining the project, or they could take pictures of models and things they've created and use that, or they could just use pictures they find online um, to explain what they have done and what they have learned. And finally especially if you have an older child, a teen, you could get them to create a website and that website could contra- could control- contain many of these other elements we've talked about. So on the website, you may find an infographic and a timeline and a video they've created. So you could pull everything together like that. And we also have an episode on free website creation tools that I will link to. So I hope that I've got you a little excited and you can see how A project like this which yes it will be big and take a while and depending on the age of your child how much you have to help them in planning even older children you would have to sit and come up with benchmarks and have a very real plan so it doesn't just uh, meander into nowhere but this could really teach them so much and they could really um, enjoy it as they delve deep into a topic. In conclusion, just want to remind you that as you're thinking about classes for next year, to go look at our show sponsor, fundafundafundacademy.com. Um, and they like to use lots of tech in the classes. I teach quite a few of the classes myself, but we have other teachers too. Lots of different topics and um, lots of different subjects. And we have, um, for the younger children, we have web-based unit studies as well. And finally, a reminder, please, if you haven't already, could you just go and give us a little rating on whatever podcast tool you use and perhaps just tell some of your friends about this podcast too that's all for now see you again same time same place next week thanks for tuning in to homeschooling with technology with meryl vandermeer visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com homeschooling with technology is a production of the ultimate homeschool radio network